Well, good morning, everybody. It is such an amazing time to be in the presence of God, isn't it, this morning? Like, wow, would you just put your hands out? I just feel like we're just ready just to keep receiving what he's got for us, what he wants to do. I just feel like there's this this healing that's going to take place. I mean, like right now in the name of Jesus, every hand that's up, every hand that's out, and we just saying, Father, from the top of their head down to the sole of their feet, right now, healing, healing, the word to go out, the word to take place. Let it resonate in their hearts and their minds, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We know that you're a good God to each and every one of us. And so we speak as though we speak to that, that sickness and we speak to those chains or that wall and we say that you have to be broken, you have to be gone right now in the name of Jesus. That it's the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave that overcame uh, uh, the physical limitations and went all the way into the spiritual realm and brought life back into Jesus' body. We are saying, Holy Spirit, that you would breathe right now into each and every one of us. That we would feel that same anointing, that same power, that same love right now, God, to come through each and every one of us. So we thank you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. There's just such this, like, amazing, warm, I don't know, I'm trying to, like, describe it enough. Not use, like, a huge churchy term, but, like, a, a warming feeling right now. So I don't, I don't know what that might mean or what we're going to do, but I just feel like, would you just... If you really need healing, like you have a a body part or you have something that you need in your body, would you mind standing if you need healing? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Anybody specifically with like, um, I don't know what they're called, like a, like a uh, something with your eyes, something with your eyes. Okay, 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 perfect, perfect. If you just keep your hand hand up with your eyes, we're gonna go after eyes for a quick second, and then we're gonna go after just all healing in, in general. But if if you're by somebody, would you just put your hand out towards them, or yeah, just put your hand out towards them. That's perfectly fine. So, Father, I just say right now, healing over eyes. That it is not the will for them to see spots, but it is the will of God for them to see clearly. And we say, Father, that it's not just going to affect them physically, but it's also been affecting them spiritually. And so we say, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we break off all attack of the enemy. We break off all attack of the enemy. All, All spots have to go. All dryness has to go all swelling's got to go right now in the name of Jesus right now come on yeah yeah we say it's got to go the name of Jesus and father I thank you for every single person that stood and is standing right now that they come into the into alignment with your word that there is healing in the house that there is there is a powerful God in this place 
there is a powerful God in this place that they are not going to continue to believe the report of the doctor that says you're always going to have to deal with this you're always going to have this but we break it off right now in the name of Jesus that you are not always going to deal with it because I know a God that heals delivers and sets free and he breaks apart every chain he breaks apart every doctor. He rips every doctor's note that says you are going to die from this. We say you are not going to die, but you are going to live. So we proclaim life into your body right now. You will not shake. You will not be hurting. You will not have joint pain or arthritis. You will have life in your body right now in the name of Jesus. It is not by, it is not by our might, by our power, but it's by the Spirit of the living God. So I say, Father, Holy Spirit, move, shake, stir, release right now in the name of Jesus. Release right now in the name of Jesus. Anybody with like knee pain, knee pain, okay. Knee pain, I don't know, like right knee maybe specifically. I don't know, my knees are like really starting to hurt right now. Okay, okay, some people are, yeah, we're just gonna laugh at that. We just say no, no, no. Father, I say no more. The rain or the weather is not gonna affect your joints anymore. The rain or the weather, the circumstances around you are not going to affect your body anymore. We believe in the report of the Lord and we believe in the word that says, I am healed, I am healed, I am blessed. So we say all swelling to go down, all arthritis has to leave. We say past injury has to be restored, ligaments to be completely put back. I can picture it in my mind and if I can picture it, I know the spirit of God can do it right now in the name of Jesus. So we're saying ligaments to be put back together, kneecaps to be put back together, to be replaced where there was no bone before. We're saying, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. So I release it. What has been done in my body, healing from my body, at the same spirit that lives within me, we say release right now in Jesus' name. Come on, begin to speak it out. Come on. We speak to those body parts that are not working. We say you have to work. We speak to those organs that are that are feeling like they're 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 inflamed. We say no more. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, this is what we're a part of. We're a part of a body. And that body is perfect. That body is whole. You're part of the body of Christ. And we're gonna see it right now. Hand pain, finger pain. Come on, ear pain. If you've been hearing ringing in your ears, we just proclaim in the name of Jesus, you will hear clearly. I just don't come to this place. I just don't come to this room just to hear another word. But I came to hear a word directly from you. 
I don't know, I don't know what we're doing, but I just feel like the spirit wants to keep moving. So we're just gonna keep moving with it, is that okay? Um, specifically like you're, I'm getting kind of a pain in the back of my neck. Anybody have that? Any neck pain, neck pain, perfect, okay, yes. Neck pain, neck pain, anybody else? Neck pain, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up if it's neck pain. Would you please, if you're around them, would you just stretch out your hand again? Come on, we're all gonna be the prayer team together. We say neck pain, you have to go. If the Lord identifies it, it means he wants to heal it. And so right now in the name of Jesus, he We say the neck pain, you have to go. That full movement in your neck has to be restored. That whatever's going on with, with your spine or, or, or whatever, disc or whatever, we're just saying, Father, right now, it's got to be completely restored. Completely restored right now in the name of Jesus. was going to be kind of a little bit I don't know healing I don't I don't know I don't know I, I just let me just describe it to you but it's your heart but I, I just don't think it's just like a irregular beating but it's like a stress of the heart does that make sense to anybody like your heart like beats and it's like stress and you've been told that it just okay and you've been told it's just something that your family has passed down to you been something that's been told to me and my family that that's just going to be passed down to you because that's the heritage that you have and I refused to agree with that let me tell you the word of a testimony was that before my daughter was born um, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl yet and we were I was with uh, our VSSM students and the lady said um, do, do you have a daughter and I said no you know my wife's pregnant with with our second but I don't know if it, we don't know if it's a boy or a girl and she said, okay, well, I'm just going to leave it. But I hear the Lord saying to pray for your daughter's heart. And I just kept saying, okay, well, that's weird, you know. And it was like a week or two later that we ended up going to the doctors or the whatever lady. And she's sitting there doing um, the, the things to check on the baby. And all of a sudden she got really quiet and she started typing faster and faster. And she's printing off more and more pictures. And she's, en and she's enlarging the picture of our daughter's heart. And she says, I have to send you to a specialist because um, something's wrong with your baby's heart. And so we literally, you know, as, as it's, our, it's our second kid and um, we're, we're just nervous and scared and we get sent downtown Boise and we get, as he gets up on the table and they, the doctor starts moving the little thing around and he's sitting there typing away and he's typing away and he's typing away. And I'm just like, just tell me already, you know? And finally he turned to us and he goes, what did you get sent here for again? And we said, well, we came here because there's a hole in our daughter. There was something wrong. There's a black spot in my daughter's heart. And like just being, thinking about like being Hispanic, that, that's because like I've had cousins that have been born with holes in their hearts or my father died of a heart attack. Like the generational thing tried to come up against us. And, and I was like, I, this is what's 
there's supposed to be something wrong with her heart and he's showing us on the screen and he says, I don't even know why they sent you here. There is absolutely nothing wrong with your daughter's heart. And I'm here to tell you, if you see my daughter, Emmalyn, she is seven years old. She is healthy as all get out. She runs like nobody's business. She twirls, she jumps with Jesus. And so I'm just saying the word of the testimony to be released this morning over those of you that said you had something with your heart and that it's stress related or it's, or there's a hole or there's something going on. But we just say right now, Father God, to the people that stood up for that, we are saying the word of the testimony and the blood of the lamb that has to be healed right now in the name of Jesus right now in the name of Jesus that the testimony that had been released over over my daughter we are saying Lord let that testimony be released over the people today that it's even like you should even go get it checked out again because it's like you got to prove to the enemy that hey I know my God heals I know my God delivers I know my God sets free so we just believe we just believe in faith That faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. I can't see your heart, but I know Father God sees your heart this morning. I know Father God sees all of your pain and all of your stress and all of your anxiety levels. And we just, we, I come into agreement with the Father's heartbeat that you are his son or his daughter. You are a child of the most high living God. You don't have to live in the foster care system, but you get to be adopted into his body, that you get to be connected with Jesus as he's the complete vine and we are the branches. And because he was completely whole, because he was completely blameless, because he was completely flawless, we know, Father God, that when we connect ourselves to you, you do the same work in us. And so we're saying, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, all the people that stood Let it be the testimony today of healing into their bodies. Let it be the testimony of healing into their bodies. We even saw that over the weekend at our house. Some people were, some of our family members are complaining of some hand pain or whatever it was. And it was like, okay, that's great. My wife was like, no, we don't come into agreement with that. Give me your hands. We're praying. And it's like, and that's what we've got to do as we just see the goodness of God into each and every one of our lives. Hmm. Sorry, I've got notes, but I just feel like he's, God's doing something here and I don't wanna, I wanna stop it. And I hope that you guys are okay with that. Jesus. Uh, sir with the bow tie, I love it. What's your name? Brandon? Brandon, all right, Brandon. I just really feel like the Lord says um, that he's got a word for you. Brandon, I feel like what the Lord's, what he's saying is that he loves that you dressed up today because you came to eat with him. And he's saying in that same 
way that he wants to dress up because he wants to eat with you. Like he, he loves you so much. And I know that might be cliche to say like, oh, Jesus loves you. No, like he loves you so much. Like when you love like someone so much and you're like gonna go on a date, right? You get all dressed up. You're like, yeah, you know, you put on cologne, you throw on deodorant. Like, it's like, this is amazing. And that's what I feel like what Jesus is saying. Like, hey, I wanna get dressed up because I want you to know that I love you. Do you work with your hands? Somewhat, somewhat. Like, what do you do for work? You don't mind me asking, I mean, I told him. You're a truck driver. Yeah, I just really feel like what the father was saying was like, he loves when you work with his, with your hands. Because you know how like a dad, like it's always like a picture, like a dad's always helping, working with his son. And his son's like holding the flashlight, you know, and they're trying to fix the thing as dad's yelling and screaming and trying to fix the, fix the, the motor. And I feel like, that same picture just kind of came into mind is like he likes working with you. So whatever that means, man, I hope that you continue to take it. It was Brandon? Brandon. Awesome. And Alfonso, would you stand for me? You're an amazing man of God. Do you know that? Yeah, don't we love him? You know, when you stood, I didn't see your shirt. I actually saw your sweatshirt earlier. It was, it was a football team that I greatly appreciate. So I was thankful for that. That's not why I called you up. But when you stood up, it was just do it. And I feel like that's, that's the heart that you walk in, is just do it. Like any time we've had a, a conference here, we've had things go on, you're just like, what can I do? And I feel like in that same way that you walk in it, is what the Father really loves to just do it for you. Does that make sense? Like he's saying, just ask and I'll do it for you. Like, don't even just, just ask, but like start to dream with him. Because like what he can do exceed, the Bible tells us to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can even ask or even think of. And I feel like what the Lord really wants to start doing more in your life is causing you to dream more. Like there's this business mindset inside of you that you might be in like, no, 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 I don't know if I could do that. Like he's saying like, no, he's put those thoughts and those plans in your life because he wants to see your life prosper. And because I think, I feel like, not I think, or well, yeah, sure, what he's, what he's downloading like, is like what you're gonna start doing with your business is it's gonna be like Pastor Lynn was saying earlier, like you're gonna be able to walk around with those hundreds in your pocket and be able to bless 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 because he's gonna continue to do it in your life. Would you just stretch out your hands, Sir Alfonso, right now? We just say, Father God, that you would just completely wreck him right now with the download of heaven for the, for the business mindset that you have inside of him. That he is not gonna be ever, ever, the Bible tells us that we are never begging for bread or his seed asking for, for handout, Father, that you are gonna cause him and his wife to be able to walk the streets and be able to hand out, hand out, hand out. It's not a handout, it's a hand up because the Lord has done it for his life. He's gonna be able to do it and be a blessing to those around him. So we just bless him right now in the name of Jesus. We bless his mind, his hands, his feet, Lord. We bless his marriage right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Okay, I can't let it go by. Dina, can you stand? <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was like, ah, we'll just, we'll, I'll talk with her afterwards. You are such a mountain mover. And mountain mover means so many different things to so many different people. Because what one might see as an anthill, others see it as a mountain. And the Lord says that he's given you discernment to be able for people to see that it's not a mountain, but it's an anthill that they can kick over. And he says, there's a, there's a, when, a when, when the door's locked, you have to call for a locksmith. And a lot of times they'll end up, you know, either replacing the whole thing or they're trying to unlock it with very specific tools. And they have to kind of like work them all into the lock to try to get the right combination to make that door unlocked. And I feel like what the Lord is saying is that he has given you the right combination to unlock more doors in heaven. Yeah. He says, because it's not just enough for one door, but he's given you, given you the ability to be able to, to shake, rattle, and stir in heaven, that there's gonna be so much more that's going to be unlocked. And I feel like, I mean, probably for sure, internationally wide, like it's not just in Caldwell, and we love having you guys here, but there's gonna be this international ministry of unlocking that people felt like it was locked. Because you know, when you hit a locked door, you're like, oh, okay, we're just gonna stop. You're like, no, 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 no. The Lord has given me discernment to know how to unlock this door because it's the same thing that the same Holy Spirit that like when, when Peter stood up and preached the keys that he had been given to whatever he whatever is bound in heaven or loosed in heaven is loosed on earth. And I feel like Dina, you're the one that's saying, no, I, I loose it in heaven because the Lord has given me insight to be able to loose it on earth and into people's lives. And so you're like that conduit that's, that connects the two to be that, that, that vessel. And so the Lord's just gonna continue to open up so much more in your ministry, so much more what he has for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't even know if I can get to my notes. This is amazing. Isn't living for God amazing? You know, I've been really just feeling like, I mean, I just got to start sharing my heart. I feel like if I go look at my tablet, I might get off topic. But I, I just really feel like in my heart, like there's this times where, you know, the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. And a lot of times in our own personal life, I know in my life, a lot of times what we end up doing is physically or, 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 or um, of our own self is we end up putting works first before we put faith first. First, As we put this, this, what I have to do this, I have to do that. I've got to have it all, all these things lined up and then I'll ask for faith. And then I'll ask for God to actually do it. But yet in the whole entire time this morning, all I've been feeling like is like what the Lord's really been, been saying to each and every one of us is like, but if we put faith first, it's not about works to get his approval because we've already had faith. We already have faith inside of us that has already connected us to the Father for us to have true identity or to know exactly who we are with him, that we don't have to then work for it, but we get to then walk from it or work from it. 
that it's not really about that I've got to do A, B, C, and D, and then he'll love me. No, he already loves me. I just have to connect myself to him. And when I connect myself to him, that's when works really start. And it's not the works of like, I've got to seek his approval, but it's the works of I get to partner with him. And that's been something that's really been on my heart lately, especially for our youth group, for our kids ministry, for our K through eighth grade, um, and for my own self. A lot of times I used to feel like I had to make sure that we, I had all these things before God loves me. And yet the whole entire time, it's just being reminded first that he actually already loves me. And for each and every one of you to be reminded that, no, he actually loves you. Well, you don't understand, Pastor Tim. I've, I'm, I'm, I've messed up. I've all these things. Man, I'm telling you, I had like such anxiety before I walked into the building today. You can ask my wife. I was like up super late, up super early. Um, and it was like all these things were just coming into my life. And I was like, dude, I don't want to partner with that. Because I know my identity in Christ is I'm a son. Before anything else, right? Before, before pastor title, before husband title, before father title, like I'm a son of God. You know, I, I was thinking about, I guess we'll kind of maybe get going into the message here in a second, but you know, I was thinking about me and my oldest son, Micah, we were talking and he said, you know, but, but, uh, I don't know, remember, I don't remember quite how the conversation started. But he goes, well, I can't do a certain thing or I can't be a certain, certain thing. And I was like, okay, well, why, why do you say that? And he said, well, because so-and-so told me I can't. And I said, I'm back up. <laughs> like, we're in the car. I was like, hold the phone. Like, who told you what? And he was like, well, they said that I can't do this or I can't do that. And I stopped him and I said, okay, before anything else, who's your father? And he stopped and he's like, well, I am, or you are. I said, right. I'm your father. I said, so whose real opinion should you really worry about? Mine or theirs? I said, the one that's driving you right now? The one that buys you Takis? The one that, that puts a roof over your head? The one that you don't have to worry about certain things, you automatically get fed? The one that takes care of you? Like, whose opinion should, you really, should really matter? The one that has already invested into you or the one who doesn't even live here? And he's like, well... I guess yours. And I said, that, that's right. I said, because whose last name do you have? I said, whose last name do you have? He said, well, I've got your last name. I said, right. So that already, may, that already, already automatically makes you who I call you. And I thought about for a quick second, because as a father, right, as a parent, that's a huge responsibility now that we have. That we, that we speak the identity into our children. We set the tone for what they really believe, for who they really believe they are. Whether it be in Christ or whether it not be in Christ. 
and me and him started talking just even more. And I started telling him like, dude, you're amazing. Like your hair is always on point, you know, like your clothes are great. You already got a good sense of style. And you know I mean? Well, like, yeah, true. And, um, and I'm like, dude, you're like super funny, even though we and him go back and forth and making fun of each other. And it's like all these things, but yet as a father in the true meaning of the name that I speak the identity into my kids and no one else can. But here's the thing. My voice has got to be louder than every other voice around him. So let's take it a step further from physical. Let's take it to a spiritual realm. The Father wants to constantly speak identity into each and every one of us. But we cannot completely hear him if we've constantly surrounded ourselves with distractions. If we constantly surround ourselves with things that are not supposed to be there. If we constantly let our ears tune in to the lie of the enemy that we really stop ourselves from hearing the truth of God. I thought about, um, bro, you only have a few more minutes. Are you okay? Okay, I love you, Jared. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I thought about, um, man, I'm just going to take a portion of this, where the centurion, Jesus comes to Capernaum and the satyrian sends one one uh, book Luke sends off and says that uh, it says in the book of Luke that there was some uh, Jewish leaders that came to Jesus and said this man uh, the centurion leader um, wants you to come heal come to his house and heal his servant and they start saying, you got to come because this guy has done so much for us. His works, all the things he's done, he's built a synagogue. He, he, he's done such amazing things for us, which was huge at that time, right? Because there was so much separation between the two. And Jesus, at the requests of the rabbis and of the centurion, starts making his way to the centurion's house this Roman's house of a place that he normally wouldn't be and from someone who normally doesn't call out to Jesus but yet the Bible says that because the the centurion had heard the report of Jesus that when he was close enough he called for him that it didn't matter where the centurion was coming from but what mattered is the proximity that he heard about Jesus the proximity that he put himself in a good position that hey when he comes around, I want him to be there with me. So Jesus starts making his way to the, to the uh, centurion's house. And the centurion sends friends to say, I'm unworthy for you to even step into my house. But then he says something that blows my mind. And, it, and it, it mar the Bible says it marveled Jesus. And he says, you don't have to physically come here but just say the word and my servant will be healed. He said, but then he goes into describe or to explain in detail of why. He says, because I'm a man, the centurion's talking, he says, because I'm a man of authority. I have people above me and below me that when I say to one servant, go, they go. And to another, come, they come. When I'm told to go, I go. And when 
I'm told to come, I come. So I understand the authority. And when he tells Jesus, so just say the word and my servant will be healed. The Bible says that he completely marveled and he even said, I haven't found such great faith in all of Israel. I haven't found such great faith amongst all the people who were supposed to have the most faith. At the time, they were supposed to believe the most. They were supposed to have it all together. But here was this man that was broken and crying out, saying, I've got a problem. I've got a situation. I've got something, Jesus, that I need you to be. And you don't even have to step foot into my house, but just say the word. Here's the thing that got me so hard. Was that the centurion recognized the authority and identity of who Jesus really was before anybody else did. And here's the next thing that kind of started to make me think about when Jesus even starts talking to his disciples, who he said, he said, who do men say that I really am? And they gave all these kinds of examples and they were walking with him. And yet all of a sudden, Peter speaks up and he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus spoke up and said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my father who is in heaven. It's the revelation that comes when we connect ourselves with the true father of that we allow his voice to speak into us. We start to know what words we can actually say. That's why when we start talking about healing, we actually know when we speak the healing, it's gotta be healed. When we speak into the finances, we know it's gotta be completely restored. When we speak into our marriage, we set the tone. And it's not just the tone, it's the tone of heaven. We set the tone of heaven into our houses, into our, our jobs, into our cars. I'm telling you, like, there is so much. When my son was like, well, I'm li I, the, the person told me I can't do this and I can't do that. I was like, dude, tell him to shut up. Like. That he doesn't speak into your life. I do. Your father does. The true relationship with our heavenly father speaks into our life. That to know that, hey, guess what? It doesn't matter what's going around us. I just want to know the word of God that says I am loved, adored. I am, I am, I am healed. I'm delivered and set free. That's the word that I want. Oh, and it, and it hit me. I was like, Jesus. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of times, you know, when the disciples said something, I... I would have answered the exact same way, you know? But I was like, Jesus, I, want, I don't want it to be that I spend so, so much time with you that I forget who you really are. Because if I really forget who you really are, then I forget who I am. If I forget his identity, I forget mine. Because at that point, if I don't believe he's a true healer, then I'll, I'll never be healed. If I don't believe he's a true chain breaker, I'll never, I'll never walk out of these chains. If I don't believe that he can really set free from every addiction, then, then I'm going to continue to have him. And it's these things where the centurion says, but just say the word. It wasn't, he wasn't asking for a sermon. He wasn't asking for a book. But I think at that moment, if, if I was like the centurion, I would just want to hear the voice of Jesus. Just to hear his voice of, I don't know if he shouted it. I, don't, I mean, knowing Jesus' character, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know if he just whispered it. But here's what I think a little bit of, is when Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus and he said, Lazarus, come forth. His voice had had to pierce every single darkness at that moment. Had to go from one realm to the next realm to be able to grab Lazarus, pull him back and put life back into his body. All Jesus had to say was a word, Lazarus come forth. And I feel like in this morning, It's that same thing that you and I really have to seek after, it's his word. To be able to hear him, to be able to know him. And I'm telling you, it's like to hear him. I don't know why I just, I'm I'm stuck there almost. Like, I just wanna hear him. I wanna hear him so strong. That when we're, when we're talking with our kids or we're, or we're talking with our family or we're talking with our spouse or whoever it may be, but Lord, I want to hear you so strong that when you say give, I want to give. That when you say, hey, they don't, need to, they don't need to walk with a limp anymore, I want to heal them and I want to use you. Like help us to be able to say yes to you so strong that it drowns out all the no's and all the insecurities. Help us to be able to say yes to you so strong. It's his word that we really want to hear. It's his word that I really want to know that Jesus, you're so amazing to each and every one of us. Would you just stand? I feel like we're just gonna maybe, I guess, move into another ministry time. I don't know. Thank you, Pastor Christy. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, but I just really, I'm not gonna apologize. I really feel like the Lord's doing more. Is that okay? So I'm, I'm not gonna apologize for that. I, I, I take that back. But what I, what I am gonna say is that here, it has been preached and it has been said so much that we're about his presence and not the plan. And I want to live that out. I want to live out his presence so strong that he's with me in every decision that we make, that he's with me in every word that I say. Even at the times that we're sitting there, I'm sitting on the couch watching football with the family, like, Uh, I want him to be so strong in the house that when people walk in, they automatically feel him. And I don't even know, they don't even have to walk in, Lord. I'm saying by my neighbors that are walking past outside our house, Lord. Let them just start, if they're walking with a limp, let them start to walk up straight. If they're walking hunched over, let them start to just walk straight up. Because it's your presence that's that's going to take us from glory to glory. It's not by what I should do or how I should do it, but it's by you. 
ministry team, if you wouldn't mind coming on up here. I felt it from the very first song. I don't know. Just that like, there's this worship time. There's just like this like soaking moment. There's just this like, I just want to be with him. So would you put your hands out to receive? Speak. 